Hello, and welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thank you for listening this Thursday, March 18th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include the creativity of the IRS, how excess servicing fits certain interest rates into lower mortgage-backed securities, and reactions to the latest FOMC statement. The Internal Revenue Service is not known for being creative, but yesterday it was announced that the usual tax deadline of April 15th has been moved to May 15th. People can be creative as well. For example, people on the internet have shared easy steps on how to walk into a room and interrupt yourself during a Zoom meeting. Plenty of folks are weary of having Zoom meetings and are anxious for a return to a normal office environment where you can walk into the lunchroom and chat with coworkers. Others, not so much. Will the mortgage industry creatively shift to a hub-and-home work situation? Employees are continuing to be very productive at home, so why make them commute? Employers can't force employees to be vaccinated. Are processors going to hear, if you're not vaccinated, don't bother coming into the office? Will Dr. R's be given a, quote, vaccine passport? And if a lender has hired underwriters from all over the country, there won't be an everyone back to the office whistleblown. For links on the latest discussions surrounding that and how to interrupt yourself in a Zoom meeting, visit robchrisman.com. It also includes the latest on employment, lender products and services, and correspondent and wholesale news. I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, MCT, and specifically their MSR services. Whether you are getting your agency approvals, selling through co-issue, or actively growing your portfolio, MCT offers a suite of tools along with an experienced team to help you with all of your mortgage servicing rights needs. On that note, I wanted to read an excerpt from an MCT white paper on how excess servicing is created and just what a down-in coupon trade is. Excess servicing is defined as any servicing fee above 25 basis points for conventional loans and above 44 basis points for government loans. In the case of Ginny May, Ginny securitization rules require no more than a 75 basis point spread from the pass-through security rate and the note rate of the loan. This means, for example, that a 3.25% note rate can be delivered into a 3% security, 25 basis points between the note rate and the security pass-through rate, or a 2.5% security, which would mean 75 basis points between the note rate and the security pass-through rate. It could not be delivered into a 2% security, because that would be 125 basis points between the note rate and security price. Nor could it be delivered into a 3.5% security, because then there would not be enough interest in the note rate. 3.25% would not be high enough to cover the interest to the owners of the underlying security let alone pay Ginny its guarantee fee and the servicer its servicing fee. So, for Ginny May eligible loans with note rates ending in 0.25% or 0.75%, the originator has the choice to sell into a high coupon or a lower coupon. In the example I just provided, selling into the high coupon security would typically generate a higher price than a low security coupon, but selling into the lower security coupon would create a higher servicing fee, making the mortgage servicing right more valuable as compensation. That's why, When you see prices on MBS screens saying that the Fed is buying 2% securities, it doesn't actually mean that 2% interest rates are out there. A one and three quarters yield on a risk-free benchmark 10-year U.S. Treasury? Yep. Even despite yesterday's dismissal by the Federal Reserve Open Market Committee of predictions about looming and sustained inflation. Even if we see a bump in 2021, the FOMC stated it's continuing to project near zero interest rates at least through 2023 and made no changes to its major policy instruments, but did upgrade its latest assessment of the current economy and economic outlook. Seven of 18 officials predicted higher rates by 2023, up from five of 17 in December. 
though there was unanimous consensus to keep rates unchanged for now. Fed Chair Powell noted during his press conference that it was, quote, important conditions continue to remain accommodative, end quote, and that the Fed intends to continue providing significant support, essentially meaning that policy would remain at current levels until the labor market normalizes and inflation has surpassed 2%. The meeting was further recognition that the committee is in a holding pattern until the virus has played itself out. Traders are now betting the Fed will allow inflation to overshoot as the economy recovers. By the end of the day yesterday, the Treasury yield curve had steepened, and the MBS basis closed tighter, due largely to the updated dot plot. The other notable news on the day was overall housing starts in February falling 10.3%, the most since last August, including single-family starts falling 8.5%, the second consecutive monthly decline. The drop was mostly due to harsh winter weather in Texas, which accounts for a large proportion of the nation's housing starts. Despite February's weakness, total starts at 1.42 million remain considerably above the pre-COVID 2019 average of 1.30 million. Regardless, the housing market remains very strong, with mortgage applications to buy a home increasing, even as refinance demand wanes. Though we've had a slew of international central bank decisions before the open, today's domestic economic calendar kicked off with weekly jobless claims, up 55,000 to 770,000, no improvement whatsoever, and Philadelphia Fed manufacturing for March, 51.8, twice as strong as was expected. Later this morning brings February leading indicators, Freddie Mac's latest primary mortgage market survey, and a $13 billion reopened 10-year tips treasury auction. Today's MBS purchase schedule sees the desk conducting three operations totaling up to $7.1 billion, including over $5.6 billion in UMBS 30s. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worth a half to five-eighths, and the 10-year yielding 1.74 after closing yesterday at 1.64%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A friend had his second dose of the vaccine at the vaccination center, after which he began to have blurred vision on the way home. When he got home, he called the vaccination center for advice and asked if he should go and see a doctor or be hospitalized. He was told not to go to a doctor or a hospital, but just return to the vaccination center immediately and pick up his glasses. (laughs) Thanks again to today's sponsor, MCT. Over the past 20 years, MCT has evolved from a pipeline hedging services specialist into the industry leader for fully integrated capital markets software and services. Anchored by its comprehensive platform, MCT Live, MCT offers the innovative technology and bespoke client support needed to elevate your business. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.